everything we've done has led up to right now. Right now. Because legacy are full of legends. You can become a legend today, boys. Put your stamp on history. Put your stamp on a legacy. It is going to take all of us, all of us, men, be not afraid. Do not be afraid to be a legend. Welcome to OPA Podcast, Episode 6. Today's hosts are... Lawrence, you may be wondering why I'm wearing black. It's morning Wisconsin's playoff chances. Oof. Um, uh, Wyatt, uh, I am not mourning Wisconsin, though I am wearing black. Uh, why would I ever do that? Because it's hilarious. Griffin Most. Jason O. First up, uh, se- first segment is Gopher Sports Recap. Number two seed women's volleyball defeated Bryant and South Carolina last, South Carolina last weekend mm-hmm. to move on to the semifinals with the NCAA t- tournament. Minnesota will face up against 15th seed Oregon on Friday, uh, the sem- December 7th. The winner of this game will move on to the Minneapolis Regional Final versus either number seven seed Nebraska or number 10 seed Kentucky. Mm. Next up, men's hockey is 4-6-3 overall, 2-2-2. Two, two, and two. <laughs> Tied for fifth with Penn State and what Michigan State in the Big Ten. Their series, next series is away versus the Michigan uh, Wolverines on Friday the 7th and Saturday the 8th. We ain't even going to talk about that series they just played. It's yep. pretty ugly. Your second-ranked women's hockey is 15-2 overall, 9-2-1 in the WCHA, which is first. Who number one? What, the one now? Yeah. No, who's number one? Oh, I think it was as not as a not as a non WCJ, so I think it's either Denver or um Anyway. Google. Someone. We'll we'll figure it out later. Uh their next they swept Yale last weekend. Their next home series against Robert Morris this Friday and Saturday, the seventh and eighth, respectively. Okay, go ahead, yeah, Chicago stand up. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, men's basketball is six and two overall, own one in the Big Ten, falling to Ohio State fifty nine and seventy nine on Sunday. Their next game is at home versus the twenty fourth ranked Nebraska Cornhuskers tomorrow night, Wednesday the fifth. Then, next optimism: your fourteenth ranked women's basketball is seven and zero overall. That's disrespectful. They're zero and zero in the Big Ten, defeating oh. Air Force sixty seven to fifty last Sunday. Oh. Their next game is at home versus Incarnate Word tomorrow, the 5th, for field trip day. So it's a, the noon tip-off. I don't think Incarnate's played like a home game in like a month because they've just been collecting checks, traveling everywhere. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Wayland, we think. 14th yeah. is disrespectful. Yep. Wow. Move on. Moving on. What? Okay. Yep. Oh, yeah. So moving on, next segment is proving the Quick Lane Bowl versus Georgia Tech so on Wednesday, December 26th, uh, 4.15 p.m. Central Standard Time kickoff. Yeah. I'll be right back. I need to use the bathroom so you guys talk. Yeah, man, man, go for defense. Better watch out for that triple option because it's going to come and it's going to bite. Oh, man, I expected this to be like three, four minutes of silence while Jason uses the bathroom. We're uncomfortable what? talking about it. <laughs> well... Georgia Tech, seven and five. There, uh, this is gonna be an interesting game, to say the least. If I could think of a game that was similar to what we could possibly see, 
against Georgia Tech. Um, it resided in College Park, Maryland. That's what I was going to say. Um, to which uh, all Gopher fans Triggered. may remember what Maryland uh, did to us, exposed us for the second year in a row. First in our house, and then we got destroyed in their house. And we may also remember that is when we lost Captain Antoine Winfield to Nair in the first quarter. I know. And he can't tell you how happy he is not to play Maryland in the fourth game. Next year, we don't play Maryland in the fourth game. Uh, to be fair, Maryland's a bit more talented than yeah. Georgia Tech. As uh, they have Anthony McFarland and Georgia Tech does not. But they do uh, run that triple option. But they do run that triple option, yeah, which is to say Minnesota stash the Big Ten doesn't even know how to deal with that. What? Rob Smith isn't the defensive coordinator anymore, so. Yeah, but here's the question Does Uncle Joe know how to defend against the triple option? Uncle Joe knew how to defend against a Heisman winner, so that's, well, not Heisman winner, but should be a Heisman finalist if everyone wasn't obsessed with uh, one uh, Kyler and Haskins and yes. Hold on. I mean, they deserve, well, they, we shouldn't even be sure their head coach, Paul Johnson's even coaching in the game because they, they, were, they, were, they were saying and Georgia Tech uh, fans were not happy with their placement. Uh, if you read a lot of their comments, they say the administration failed us and that we ain't coming to Detroit. And so, Paul Johnson, I, I, eh. I know. I mean, this what was I his so far? last game anyway. Not so, a whole lot. Not a whole lot. No. Not a whole lot. Uh, so, what's we about Georgia Tech? Off. Were they like? I, was that the article about them like being pissy that they got placed in the Quick Lane Bowl? Yeah. I mean, I would be pissy too, <laughs> considering who they beat. Hold on, hold on. I'm pissy that we are placed in the quick lane bowl. You know where Purdue's going? Nashville, Tennessee. Purdue is in the Music City Bowl at 6-6. Six and six. And that is downright disrespectful. Michigan State heading out 6-6 six and six to Cali. Oh. Well, you know what? At least we're not going to New York. True. To play in the disappointment bowl between former number four Wisconsin Badgers and the former number eight Miami Small Tropical Depressions. But uh, <laughs> well, let's see who who has better bowl games than Georgia Tech right now. I'm sure Virginia does, even though Georgia Tech beat Virginia. Uh, Miami, even though Georgia Tech beat Miami uh, as well as Virginia Tech. Even though uh, even though Georgia Tech. Georgia beat them by 21 points. Slaughtered Virginia. But uh how about better bowl locations? Why does the Conference USA and the MAC have associations in the Bahamas? Man, put, give us some love. Put us in the Bahamas. <laughs> in the Popeye Bahama the Popeye Bowl. Bahama Bowl. <laughs> Loki, I would go there in an instant. I think anyone oh, of would course. go there in an instant. Like the Max, like, I was like, you can have your Rose Bowl. We're going to the Bahamas. 
put a second bowl game with Detroit. You put the Mac closer up there. <laughs> I'm actually surprised we're not playing a Mac team. I'm surprised we got Delta. Fire up chips. We're, we're playing like a quality ACC mm-hmm. appointment. Hey, uh, you know who's probably going to have more fans there this time around? Minnesota. Probably not by much either. There will be 12 of us. Oh. Anyway, all of us and about 10 of them. Griff, to your question. So, what was my question? Uh, who was it that asked about who was first ranked in women's hockey? Oh, that was me, yeah. Um, so, to the USCHO. Mm-hmm. So, Wisconsin's first. Oh, my God. But they're ranked 13th in the RPR AP poll. Yeah. But then. <laughs> Who's Those are two very different numbers. Yeah, so that's what confuses me. Yeah, but yeah, Wisconsin's ranked first on one of them, but Minnesota's ranked two on all of them. So Georgia Tech. <laughs> yeah, back to Georgia Tech. So, why yeah. you like you like punters, right? I do like punters. Uh oh. Do, do you know Georgia Tech's punter? Tell me about the bees punter. Uh, Presley Harvin the third. You know anything about him? I know nothing about Presley Harvin the third. Uh, did uh, Jacob Herbers make second team special teams player? Sorry, uh, I beg your pardon. Presley Harvin Jr. was a second team special teams player in the ACC. So I think he should be your main boy. Uh, <laughs> if, this, if this game boils down to a duel of punters, I'm gonna have a field day. Oh man, I'm gonna enjoy that. Averaging 44.26 yards a boot, 14th nationally. Find out where Herbert is on the list. All right. Anyway, so a few uh, players to be uh, worried about on Georgia Tech's uh, team. Apparently, uh, Presley Harvin the third. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, number sixteen, Taquan Marshall, who is Georgia Tech's quote-unquote quarterback. More or less running oh, back. Oh, so he's a running back. Um, and I'm reading his biography directly off of the rambling rec doc. Mm. Um, and he put together one of the most prolific seasons, and this was last year, 2017, uh, in, uh, for a first-year starting quarterback in Georgia Tech history. He set a school record for rushing yards by a quarterback with 1,146 yards in only 11 games. Um, and yeah, he rushed for 17 touchdowns and Georgia Tech doesn't throw the ball often, but when they do, it's, it's something. It's definitely something. Are you telling me that this guy is kind of like a Sam Green-esque? He's Demry Croft. So so he can't throw. throw I mean, he's Demry Croft, but like. Competent throwing the football. Oh, so mm. he's uh, so like above like forty percent. So he's out, or is this injured? Oh, 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 Taquan, he he will be playing. Okay, he will definitely be playing. This is his senior year. This will be his last game as a senior uh, for his coach, who will also be leaving after this. So. Yeah, but luckily everyone seems relatively healthy for us, or at least relatively considering who's already out for the season. So we should have a chance with like Cashman and Coughlin and whatnot. (laughs) 
Okay, this is Move on then. Well, um, the last time we replaced like, a lot of players what, like, on defense. Like, what What are your keys to the game and to beat Georgia Tech? Stop the run, you win the game. Well, okay. So, like, Georgia, we have played better offenses than Georgia Tech. We have played we have Purdue. Yes. We have played Wisconsin. Ooh. The issue with... We've played Washington State. We've played Washington State. That was that Tracy defense, though. Even though Tracy defense... Couldn't do nothing to stop Wisconsin, unlike that Uncle Joe Rossi defense. Anyway, but like the issue in this game isn't so much their personnel or their players being better than things that we've played. The issue is the style of play that we have to deal with does not go with our strengths, at least not the strengths under Rob Smith. Um, it seems like ever since Joe Rossi has taken over, tackling in space has gotten infinitely better. Um, oh, absolutely. Which is an essential part for surviving this game. Um, once again, they don't particularly do a lot of explosive plays, especially through the air. Um, so they're going to do a long game of keep away. If we can hit some explosive plays... Um, and if we can keep the ball away from them, we have a shot. And also don't get shredded through there when they inevitably throw the ball four times. Who's their best receiver? Do they have a receiving core like ours? Not even close. <laughs> not even close. It's not even close. If that and, was... Uh, Jacob Herbers ranks 94th. Are you kidding me? The difference is like two yards, bro. There's a lot of people. I had to go to the second page. Yeah, but what about the net? The net? Boy. Oh, they don't even give bad. you a net average? Nah. Uh, so, yeah. What are your keys to the game, Griffin? Yeah, pretty much said it all. It's the run. It's all about the run. We have a competent pass defense, so we will be fine when they do throw the ball. Um, but I have faith in Uncle Joe Rossi, because why wouldn't you if you beat Wisconsin on Camp Randall since 1994? We don't use that term, beat lightly. We beat the crap out of him. Wyatt, your keys. So I'm, you guys are mentioning stopping the run and mm-hmm. the defensive side of the ball, but... Mm-hmm. The offensive side of the ball, we gotta match them blow for blow. And... Oh, Mah- Muhammad will give more. him the blows. All you gotta do is get one more. Muhammad. <laughs> anyway, all all you gotta do is match them blow for blow, we, and then get the last one in. We better have a thousand yard rusher by the end of this game. Actually, where what are we at right now? He's at nine hundred thirty six. Oh, we better have a we better have a thousand yard rusher, and I expect look Tyler Johnson. I know, you know he's an unselfish player, but eat. Let look Tyler Johnson look, eat. He's like a hundred something yards away from uh, uh, the University of Minnesota's record for a single season. Um, I'm gonna need Tyler Johnson. To get his, he deserves it. He deserves it. Eat, 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 eat. Now eat. I want, now I want him to eat, but I don't want him to eat so much that he declares for the draft. Uh, <laughs> but eat just enough to break that record. 
and then come back next year, and then you can go to Dylan. Honestly, eleven hundred yards. Eleven. Wait, what's what's the record? That's what I'm trying to look for. Like total know. this season? Yep. Yeah. Eleven hundred twelve. Just a little shy of the record. Yep. That's what I want him to get. I want him to get one yard shy of the record, so that he comes back and he comes back hungry. He gonna come back hungry anyway, but <laughs> if he comes back. Having just missed the record, he's going to be pissed. He's going to want his feast. True. He can ask AP how that felt. Oh, <laughs> gang. Don't anyway. hurt me like this. <laughs> hey, did you see that Adrian Peterson run? 90-yard run. Whoa! <laughs> oh, Look at 33-year-old Adrian hey, Peterson. Hey, hey. He's basically 31. And black don't crack. He's basically sixteen. Anyway, uh, with crutches so, for legs, so, but they work. <laughs> so your key to game is defense. Yeah, it's key to game. My key to the, is run game. The, the defense is important, but we have to match them blow for blow. If they score, we got to go and score right back. Then here's my key to the game. I need Taryn to play smart like he did with the, with Wisconsin. Oh, they they ain't gonna you know, ask too much of him. Here's the thing. I no, I want Indiana Tanner. Indiana, Indiana Tanner. Indiana Tanner. Just like, you, I'll play Illinois Tanner. Look, I look. Nah, nah. Look, we want Indiana. I want Indiana Tanner. Ch- just chucking. Yes, chuck. Just chucking. Because the thing is, Georgia Tech being an option team who runs the ball—that's their bread and butter. My next assumption would be is that they know how to stop the run. Because I imagine they don't want to get beat by their own game. Um, and so I want Tanner. Because I think the thing was with Wisconsin, it wasn't that Tanner couldn't throw the ball. It's that the running game was, was working. And so if you have the opportunity to get the same amount of success um, point-wise... And like a production wise, but you get to take time off the clock while doing it, do that. But it's not like he couldn't have thrown 200 on that uh, Wisconsin secondary because every time we needed a really big third down, he just said, Zim. To Rashad Bateman. Zim. Demetrius Douglas. Zim. Chris Aubin Bell. Zim. Tyler Johnson. You already know what's going to happen. So all I'm saying is, let him eat. And use tight ends. Jake Paulson. Brevin Span Ford. Let Seth Green throw the ball. Let Seth Green throw. Let Jacob Herbert throw the ball. <laughs> Just one. You need to. Just one. <laughs> trick, trick play with a punter. That's oh, fine. No. Fake the punt. No, I want to see the best Don't. play. What? I just said, don't get Kirk cute over here. <laughs> no, I want... We have a I simple game. The Purdue... When Purdue beat Ohio State, they did the one trick play. Because everyone said the trick play was going to come eventually. And nobody knew where it was. It was like fourth and five on their 15-yard line. They're about to kick the field goal. They snap it to the holder. And the kicker... Kicks over the ball, so everyone jumps to try to block it, and the holder is sprinting to the uh, sideline. 
and he gets that first down. Should have got a touchdown if he didn't trip. <laughs> Give it to Jacob. Give it to Jacob. Paul the Herbers. Let, I want a Herbers. That's my holder. Fifteen there. yard touchdown run. <laughs> I want Herbers to average fifteen yards a carry on one carry in his entire career. Disrespectful to leave Jacob Herbers off the Mortel Holder of the Year order. Disrespectful. You are so. I said it last week. I'm saying it again. It is disrespectful. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. You you good? All right. Any other keys to the game? No, not really. I think. I think. So predictions next. Play from the lead. Indiana Tanner. We need some. You know. I don't. So, playmakers, wide receivers, tight ends, running backs, all of them. Playmakers make plays. Give me everybody. What were you guys saying? I was going to say Georgia Tech's defense. I think their secondary is very young. But they had a defensive coordinator come from Appalachian State. And he he utilizes a 3-4 defense, and that's been pretty effective so far this year. Last seven to run, though, I heard. So, run, run, pass? Or pass, run, pass. (laughs) Pass, run, run. I mean, they're just going to leave Taylor Johnson open on third and long anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Are they going to leave him open or is he just going to be open? Predictions? Georgia Tech wins. Mm-hmm. I think. You know, yeah. Yeah, well. You guys really hate me for this. I'm saying we're winning. Are we gonna hate you for saying we're gonna win? That's well, these two gave me crap for saying we're gonna win against Wisconsin before the game. I mean, <laughs> I mean if, if we can beat a Wazoo, we can beat a Georgia Tech. I'm saying win, but I don't know the score because I'm not gonna be there. Now I didn't to, do much research of Georgia Tech. Now, to be fair, we did have a senior quarterback and we did have King Rodney. Yeah, but we had Mitch Slider. That's not. And then we had King Shannon, and we also had that man Drew Walatarski, and uh, that very slow wide receiver who somehow caught everything. That's in the Holiday Bowl, right? And Mar- Marcellus Pippins decided to switch sides for a play. Thank you for that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for uh, dropping that room service interception. interception and dropping it directly into the, the hands of Shannon Brooks, Brooks, who was inexplicably directly under you. So, oh, those were like I don't know. I'd say because like motivation, barring anything like incredibly unfortunate happening uh, to our personnel between now and the game. Uh, I, I'd say we have a chance, but uh, Georgia Tech probably has more, debate, more motivation the and they're pissed. Georgia Tech has that triple option, and that's terrifying. I think Georgia It's only Tech terrifying if it works. Yes! <laughs> this is the thing. It's only terrifying if you can't tackle in space. Like if this was a Rob Smith defense? Oh, this is going to be a 42-13 game. Uh, Rossi defense, but it's a Joe Rossi defense. I think it's going to be close. I just don't. I I, I don't see us winning against that triple option. That's fair. I feel twenty four eight, a twenty four twenty eight game. Thirty four twenty four Georgia Tech. Thirty five twenty one Minnesota. Thirty one twenty seven Georgia Tech. Like I said, I want Tanner to be. Like you get, you guys want Indiana Tanner, gunsling it, 
Air raid, the, air, yo, the Tanner Morgan air raid show. I mean, like, look, people might be sitting there thinking after the Wisconsin game that Tanner couldn't throw the ball. Uh, no, he just did. And ball. then he made a house call with Bateman. Then he made that house call. So I'm like, if if all of these things happen, if we can establish the pass and open up the run. If we can utilize Seth Green in both the passing game and the running game, if our defense is able to tackle, and we actually have someone to spy the quarter running back, uh, that would be uh, very great. Preferably one of our twins. Juju. Juju. Jacob. Juju. And you know what? And PJ said all their lives um, they could never have a good game at the same time. Just like we couldn't win on the road. But as you can see, both of those things did happen. Anyway. Right. Next segment. Hot takes. What takes you guys got? Oh, I have a hot take. How about we uh, do some uh, important talks really quick? Uh, There's a man who uh, is currently in Ohio State. And he's not going to be there much longer. Oh, that. Oh. Um, oh. Um. <laughs> I'd take the Big Ten just lost 50% of its credibility. I would agree to that. Could you expand on that uh, a little bit more? I can expand on this. Okay. So the thing is, when Urban Meyer came in, first of all, let's be very clear: he has lost four games. Who's the Who's the other fifty percent? The other fifty percent is literally every other coach. Like all the thirteen other about coaches. About thirty percent of the fifty percent is Jim Harbaugh, and then every other coach. Wait, hold on, hold on. I don't think you're getting James Franklin. It's dope. Dude lost to Michigan State at home. Anyway. <laughs> 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 That's his due. Anyway, um, well, the thing is, so like, first of all, Urban Meyer is a pantheon great. Like, despite what you think about him as a person, um, he's one of the greatest football coaches of all time. I would call him the greatest offensive mind of all time in college football. Um, What he was able to do at Utah. What he was able to do at Florida. At Bowling Green. Bowling Green. Green. Before that, Bowling Bowling Green. Green. And what he was able to do at Ohio State. Dude shows up in a program. Not even a program. Dude shows up in an empire is built. Overnight. Ohio State was a 76 state. The year before he came in. But that was under an interim, right? That was under an interim head coach. But it it was still the Ohio State. He comes in 12-0. They couldn't even go to a bowl game. And they won a national championship with Cardale Jones. Winning national championships with third strings. You know, he has never had worse than an 11-win season. He set the bar high. That's understandable. I heard that Bowling Green... I heard, oh, no, no, I'm just going to lie at Ohio State. Oh, no, at Ohio State. Oh, I'm going to throw this at you. Urban Meyer. This is going to piss off me, but I'm going to find it hilarious. Urban Meyer has as many regular season losses as he has wins over Michigan. <laughs> Seven. 
seven. Man, I hope everybody in the entire state of Michigan is listening to this podcast. <laughs> that's, 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 he's won 90% of his games. That's good, right? That's third in college football history. And uh, two in front of me? I know number one is the man who resides in Tuscaloosa. Well, yeah. The GOAT. Billy GOAT. Saint Nick Saban. Anyway, I don't know who number two is. Uh, who was the last coach? You talking about Bear Bryant? Yeah. He it might have been Bear Bryant. It's Bear Bryant, Nick Saban, and then Urban Meyer, I think. I could be wrong. Griffin, look because, it up. Griffin's on it. Because I think to myself, like, if I had to do top four, this might piss off Nebraska fans. Okay, oh, give me your Mount Rushmore. Nick Saban's number one. I'm sorry, because dude's going to win, like, three more national championships before, before he even before thinks, he about, thinks about retiring. Um, Nick Saban, Bear Bryant. Not only because of wins, but because of integration and how he had to navigate all of that and realizing that, holy crap, you can win if black people are on your team. Especially um, with the 60s, right? Especially with the 60s. And then, uh, I don't know whether to give it to Dr. Tom Osborne at Nebraska or to give it to Urban Meyer at Ohio State. Those are your three and your four? I don't know which one is my three and which one is my four. Because Dr. Tom Osborne's run at Nebraska. There's a reason Nebraska fans are still talking crap to this day. About Osborne? About Nebraska in general. Like no, Tom Nebraska Osborne oh. is Nebraska. Do you That's me? why their fields is Tom Osborne field. Ding, ding, ding. Um, and However... No, the fact that Urban Meyer, anywhere he goes, an empire is built like that. I put him at number three. I think that's fair. Yeah. And it's fine. He's just going to end up at USC in two years. So. All right. And also, when USC had some consistency at head coach. Oof. Y'all remember. Pepperidge Farms. Y'all numbers. remember. <laughs> Y'all remember Pete Carroll? Ooh! Oh, yeah, I Pete remember that. Pete Carroll, USC? Mm. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I forgot the other reason Big Ten's losing all of our uh, credibility. What happened when Urban Meyer kept kicking everyone's butt in the Big Ten? What did Big Ten teams do? Hiring coaches that can beat them? The Big Ten went out and got James Franklin. They went out and got Jim Harbaugh. They went out and got PJ. They went out and got Scott Frost, Jeff Brom. The Big Ten became better because of Urban Meyer. And remind me which four head coaches beat. <clears throat> Mark D'Antonio, Michigan State. On Ohio State senior night when they still had Zeke Elliott. Oof. That was Oof. a depressing loss. Uh, <laughs> kept Ohio State out of the playoffs. They really should have been in the playoffs. Um, James Franklin, Penn State, blocked punt, Saquon. That was the year that Penn State went on to win win the Big Ten Championship. Should I say more, Saquon, the Wizard of Happy Valley, Trace McSorley. Um, Kirk Ferentz in Iowa, 
that you don't walk into Kinnick Rank. You don't walk into Kinnick Rank and think. Sorry, let's be more clear. You don't walk into Kinnick a top ten team and think you're just gonna get out of that. And then the fighting psych Louisville, Jeff Brown, who came in and uh, Rondell Moore, Urban Meyer. That's a good verb. I think that's a good. So is Purdue Thanos. Purdue Thanos. You know what? Because Purdue, they've gotten rid of Urban Meyer, but they also got rid of Nick Saban. Oh yeah, when he was at Michigan State. When he was at Michigan State, and number five, Michigan, number five, Michigan State went into Purdue. Griffin, who was the uh, quarterback at Purdue? Was it Drew? It was <laughs> Uncle <laughs> Drew. <laughs> And he threw like five, six touchdowns on Nick Saban's defense. Nick Saban said, look, uh, I think I'm going to leave the Big Ten. <laughs> Is that when he went to LSU? That's when, uh, I don't know if that's when. LSU, yeah. yeah. That was he when went he there went for, to LSU. For four or five years and then went to the Dolphins. And then went to the Dolphins. Yeah. And except, no. Except he hates the Dolphins for not letting him get Drew Brees in free agency and got Dante Culpepper instead. And look what happened. So I think... The next coach who has to be destroyed by Purdue will be Jim Harbaugh. They will uh, send Jim Harbaugh back to the 49ers, yes. <laughs> you think that they're going to take Jim Harbaugh to the 49ers? They're going to send Jim Harbaugh to the Packers. Oh. Because the 49ers spot will already be taken up by Urban Meyer. <laughs> oh, so you don't think Kyle Shanahan's going to keep that job any longer? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyway, yeah, that's that's my hot take. And so, yeah, without Urban Meyer, the Big Ten doesn't have any pantheon dude. The Big Ten doesn't have a single person who the SEC, and by the SEC, I mean Nick Saban, um, will look at and be like, oh, crap, I might have to worry about that. Ooh, can I mention something, though? Ooh. So, Urban Meyer said he's retiring, right? Is that his decision to retire from coaching at Ohio State? If you look at the coaches before him during like you know the new age of college football, they all got fired from Ohio State. Let, let me read it here How from many years does he no. Have contract? This is from SB Nation. So Woody Hayes from Urban Meyer. Woody Hayes got fired for punching a Clemson player during a game. <laughs> <laughs> now that's nope. a hold on, Earl Bruce, his mentor, right, who passed away this last year or two. Got fired from not winning enough. Despite winning 75% of his games over nine years. Next up, John Cooper, college football Hall of Famer, who wasn't like, you know, an Ohio man, but he got canned because he couldn't beat Michigan. That's and not then Jim Harbaugh. And then Jim Tressel, who, who won national titles, beat Michigan, dominated Big Ten, was fired over a scandal. And then Luke Fickle, his interim, didn't do so well. Yes, no, you went seven games at Ohio State. You got to go. Yep. <laughs> but so what's Urban Meyer's contract goes through 2021. Ooh, so is that a big you payout? Think, you think they're going to let him coach somewhere else? Oh, no, no, that's good. He's going to sit on his yachts until, and, uh, until 2022. Until... Uh, this January 31st of 2021. Or you'll have a really nice buyout. Or you will have a really nice buyout. Hey, if USC won't that championship. <laughs> they have the money. They got the money. They have the fan base. 
I don't want to say that he's going to. Because if he goes to the Pac-12, the Pac-12 is going to be relevant again. The Pac-12 is going to make the college football Urban, every please, year. Urban, I asked you, just play, stay in retirement, enjoy wait, life, wait, and go golf with Chris wait. Carter. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> with Urban Meyer retiring. <laughs> when is the next time a Big Ten meets college football? Next year in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Actually. Oh, here's my hot take. Ryan Day is going to lose to Michigan his first season. Ryan Day, hot take. Ryan Day loses to Michigan. He still makes the college football playoff. Yep. Because I think Dwayne Haskins comes back. I think he comes back for two reasons. A, he went 12-1 uh, and one and didn't make the college football playoffs. That ain't going to sit too well with him. B, um, he is getting the most disrespect in this Heisman voting. He is getting disrespected. Throwing more touchdowns than any of them. More passing yards than any of them. And he had to carry Ohio State compared to the other and two. Now, to be right. fair, Kyler Murray had to drag True. Oklahoma. Do you know where Oklahoma's defense ranks out of 130 teams? I'm going to say 116. 129th. Ooh. Who's last? <laughs> Oregon State? No. Uh, um, is, it, is it Liberty? It might have been Liberty. But I know Liberty, at least who just absolutely trounced some of this past weekend. But I think at least I know their pass defense is 129. Because I'm sitting there and like, this will be the worst defense. Total defense, right? To ever make the college football playoffs. And the fact that this man got him there. Now This defense I, will try to make Kyler Murray look better by using the offense. That's fair. Now, the thing is that I give to Ohio State is he plays in a conference Connecticut. that plays defense. Uh, <laughs> oh, last, uh, Connecticut was last in um, <laughs> who? Def- overall defense. Cons. They have a Ooh, football team? overall defense? Yeah, Connecticut is a football team. It's a joke. Rhetorical question. Fresno State, baby. Yeah, we did that Fresno State. Anyway, those are my hot takes because uh, I, I got I got places to be. Uh, we can hang hot out. takes. Let's see. Who's winning the college football playoffs? Who's in again? So it's Alabama, Alabama Clemson, 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 Notre, Notre Dame, and Kyla Murray. Yes, yep, those are the four teams. Uh, <laughs> Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, and Kyla Murray. Yeah. Don't disrespect Kennedy Brooks. And who's, play, no, no, who's playing who again? So Alabama's against... Oklahoma. And then Clemson. Should Georgia have been the four spot? No. Should Ohio State Thank have you. been the four spot? No. No, I love, I'm going to reference Uncle Joe Clapp. He mentioned something very good the last couple of days. The committee judges you by what's your ceiling, right? So their best win. Yeah. But also their floor. Ohio State lost, how, 29 to Purdue, unranked? But Oklahoma, their floor was losing seven to a ranked Texas. That, at least, I'm like, it was losing can, by three on the last second field goal. Yeah. Here's the thing: if Ohio, the best thing that could have happened for Ohio State is that I'm sorry, Ohio State, not really, is that we didn't beat Purdue, so that Purdue still had a chance to win the West. Because if Purdue won the West, 
Ohio State would have gotten the chance to put their hands on Purdue. Because what Oklahoma showed is that they were able to avenge their loss. If Ohio State was able to put their hands on Purdue in the fashion that they did to uh, Northwestern, all of a sudden, the committee would see that they fixed their problems. And we've already established after the Michigan game, their ceiling is higher than Oklahoma. In fact, I think that was the best single-game performance of any team all season. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, except maybe Clemson's offense. No. But Clemson Who has Clemson played? Nobody. Exactly. Uh, Sy- Syracuse is tough. Syracuse hasn't played tough football this year. Eric Dungey went out in the first half. <clears throat> Who has Clemson played? Exactly. Anyway. Actually, no, I take it back. It might be second. No, they put up 62. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so in closing, most of us think we're losing to Georgia Tech. Um, Who's winning the college football playoffs? Eh? Oh, let's uh, that up. It's the Alabama Invitational, so Alabama's gonna win. It, what if? Oh, if they gotta win, they gonna win with Tua or Jalen. Oh, Alabama. <laughs> Who do you think I'll win? Pretty sure it's going to be Alabama. I think it's, it's, a really, it's Alabama's revenge trip. Clemson makes it too. It's really it depends on who comes in from that other game and how fucking hungry they are. Uh, oh, Alabama going to be Ooh, can I say something then? If What will happen if Clemson and Alabama do lose and get upset badly? And it's going to be go beat Clemson. <laughs> No, I'm just saying hypothetically, is that gonna happen? Well, Oklahoma ain't gonna beat Bama. Let's let's start well, right there. Well, having Oklahoma, it's gonna be I'm, a I'm 60 saying, to 80 game. Notre Dame's gonna win a national championship. They both the Oklahoma Notre Dame, and Notre Dame upsets. What you going? Notre Dame's played a handful of good defense. If, if Notre Dame beats Clemson and Oklahoma. Beats Alabama. <laughs> How hard is that for you to say? Obviously, not that hard. It's hard because I'm sitting there and I'm like this. There, I don't think there's a defense on the planet that can stop Oklahoma. However, there's not an offense on the planet that can't score on Oklahoma. And so, no matter how many plays they'll be able to make on Alabama's defense, how many plays do you think Alabama's offense is going to be able to make on Oklahoma's defense? <laughs> They're gonna score every ten seconds. That's gonna be what this game I was is. Say, who's the quarterback? Jerry. It doesn't Jones. matter who's the quarterback. Look, Judy, Irv Smith. Ooh, they some problems. They some problems. Two of them came because, out of that game because of injury, right? Because look, yeah. and then um, Oklahoma lost Marquise uh, Brown, I believe, who was one of their best wide receivers. And I'm like this. Look, I've been. I just started really watching some Alabama games, and I learned something. Those Alabama wide receivers, when you actually give them a quarterback who knows how to get them the ball, every time they touch the ball, they try to hit their head on the goalpost. Every single touch, they juking four dudes and going an extra twenty yards. So I'm saying, and that's against competent defenses. And Oklahoma 
has no defense. They can get turned. Hey, if Alabama don't turn over the ball, they put it up 70. Uh, who, who's going to start a quarterback? Who's going to start a quarterback, guys? What was the injury that you got? Ankle injury. Tua went out with an ankle injury after having a pretty bad first half. That was against Georgia defense. But it was an abysmally bad first half. He goes on five touchdowns before the third quarter. Anyway, (laughs) that's because if you watch that game, Georgia collapsed that pocket within 1.26 seconds. That pocket was getting murked. They'll pull the, they would. The defense eat. was eating. Sorry, they would. They it, look. Kirby Smart said, "Sick him. Also, Nick Saban has never lost to an assistant. True. Kirby was close last year. <laughs> also, I realize now why no one can name all of the coaches in the SEC because about two-thirds of them are all Alabama assistants. <laughs> <laughs> Alabama's going to eat Oklahoma. It's not even... At, Oklahoma, here's the thing. Alabama would have destroyed any of the three teams that were being considered for the fourth college football playoff spot. I don't think any of them. I don't, I don't think any of them would have touched Alabama. Alabama can, I think Alabama's going to put their hands... All over Oklahoma. Ohio State could have. I'm not saying Ohio State, State would have won. Would have been the closest. I'm not saying Ohio State would have won. But Haskell? Haskell? <laughs> they let Jake from State From throw t- three touchdowns on Ooh. him. What do you think D. Haskell would do? Hold on. Uh, what if Jake Ohio Fromm State. was on Alabama's side? Ooh, you talking deadly numbers. Oh, oh. Yeah, 60-yard touchdown pass, and he has a step on Chris. Yeah. Riley Ridley. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Baby Ridley. Anyway. So. Ohio State were the closest. The committee uh, had been picking to see... Who might have a chance of beating Ohio Alabama? Ohio State probably would have been that best bet. Yeah. All right. You know, so let's re- give let's give Urban Meyer some credit here, and uh, he notifies he notified his superiors of something. You need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! But thank you to everyone listening to today's episode of Opa Podcast with hosts. Laurence, please, PJ, go recruiting. Gosh. Griffin, Alabama's going to win. It's not even going to be freaking close. Most. Uh, Wyatt, oh, we're going back to Detroit. Okers. And Jason O, who's going to be in a Disney cruise in Florida in the Caribbean. You suck. Sorry. See you guys next time. Good night.